You're listening to Immaculate Conception Podcasts, recorded every Sunday at the 11 o'clock Mass at our new church located at 411 Palma Road in Columbia, Illinois. For more information about Immaculate Conception, please go to www.icc-columbia-il.us. Our pastor is Father Carl Shear. And now, enjoy the podcast. The story is told about a man who went to the barber shop to get a haircut. And as the barber struck up a conversation with the gentleman, he asked him, so what's new? He said, well, I'm going on a trip. The barber said, where are you going? He said, I'm going to Rome. The barber said, going to Rome? That's a dirty, ugly city. It's bad traffic filled with smog, lots of crime there. Why would you want to go to Rome? He said, because I want to see the Pope. And the barber said, you're wasting your time. You won't get within a mile of the Pope. Why bother? And he said, well, I'm going to see the Pope. And the man said, well, when are you going? And the man replied, I'm going in August. The barber said, you're going in August? That's the worst time to go to Rome. The weather is terribly hot. It's very humid, very crowded. It's, everybody's sweating. It's smelly. You don't want to go in August. The man said, well, I'm going. So the man went on his trip and came back, and came back to the same barber to get a haircut. And the barber said, well, how'd your trip go? He said, it was wonderful. I love the city of Rome. It was beautiful. Traffic wasn't bad. No crime at all. Just a beautiful, wonderful city. People very welcome and polite. He said, not only that, the weather was great. And he said, you know, I know he got to see the Pope. The Pope put his hands on me and spoke to me. The barber said, are you kidding me? What did the Pope say to you? He said, the Pope put his hands on my head and said, where did you get that lousy haircut? (laughs) Today is the 81st birthday of Pope Francis, whom I've never seen personally and has never personally spoken to me. But his words and an example of humble discipleship are a constant inspiration to me. And so on this Gaudete Sunday, when we hear the prophet Isaiah in our first reading say, and God is the joy of my soul. And when we hear St. Paul say to us in his letter to the Thessalonians, rejoice always. I thought it would be appropriate for Pope Francis, known worldwide as a man of joy, to speak to us today about joy. So I invite you to reflect with me on these quotes taken from Pope Francis' 2013 apostolic exhortation titled, The Joy of the Gospel, Evangelii Gaudium. Again, Gaudium, joy, from which today's uh, liturgy comes from the word Gaudete. And so this is what Pope Francis wrote. The gospel, radiant with the glory of Christ's cross, constantly invites us to rejoice. And he goes on to say, His message brings us joy. In John chapter 15, verse 11, we read, I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy might be complete. And again, he writes in John 16, 22, no one will take your joy from you. And the Pope tells us, wherever the disciples went, Scripture says, there was great joy. Even amid persecution, they continued to be filled with joy. 
And the Pope writes, the joy of the gospel fills the hearts and lives of all who encounter Jesus. And he says, the joy of the gospel is for all people. No one can be excluded. And so the Holy Father reminds us that we're all called to share the joy of the gospel as evangelizers by sharing our joy with others, which is what evangelization is all about. He says to us, there are some Christians whose lives seem like a Lent without Easter. And he says, an evangelizer must never look like someone who had just come from a funeral. An evangelizing community is filled with joy. And so as we light the rose-colored candle of our Advent wreath this Sunday, symbolizing the joy that is ours because God, Emmanuel, is with us, let us be reminded that when our joy is shared with others, our joy is doubled. The joy of the gospel that Pope Francis so eloquently and frequently speaks of does not mean that we will never have grief, suffering, or loss in our lives. But it does mean that we believe that the one born in Bethlehem who suffered, died, and rose again has overcome all things for us. And hence, he is always the source of our hope and joy, even when we stand in the shadow of the cross. Many of you, like myself, may remember the powerful witness our brother of faith, Dan Whalen, gave to us during his long battle with cancer. He lived every day using strength from Psalm 118 that we sang as a response to our psalm today, reminding himself and all of us, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice in it and be glad. For indeed, the foundation of joy is gratitude, being grateful for what we have. And as someone once said, if you can't find something to be grateful for, just take your pulse. Each day of life is something to be grateful for. And this, I think, is the message of Pope Francis in his apostolic exhortation, the joy of the gospel. And the message, too, of this Advent Christmas season, that because God takes on human flesh and dwells among us, we can, as St. Paul tells us today, rejoice always, and in all circumstances, be grateful for God is always with us. And as the angel said to Mary, so Pope Francis says to us in his apostolic exhortation, do not be afraid. Pope Francis ends his apostolic exhortation with a prayer seeking the intercession of Mary that ends with these words. Mary Mother of the living gospel, wellspring of happiness for God's little ones, pray for us. And so, as we make our final preparations for the celebration of the one born of Mary, Son of God and Savior of the world, let us always, like Mary, proclaim with hope and joy every day of our lives that God is good. All the time. All the time.